guys, welcome back to Bible Through My Lens, the five-minute video commentary where I explain the Bible to you in fun and relative ways that you can understand. Today we're going to be continuing from Romans 7, where Paul is explaining the Bible to them in yet another way. This time, he uses the illustration of the law and the specific example of marriage. Let's read. In verse 1, he says, Do you not know, brothers and sisters, for I am speaking to those who know the law, that the law has authority over someone only as long as the person lives. Then he uses the example. It says, for example, by law, a married woman is bound to her husband as long as he is alive, till death do us part, right? And then it says, but if her husband dies, she is released from the law that binds her to him. So then, if she has sexual relations with another man while he is still alive, she is called an adulteress. But guess what? If her husband dies, she is released from that law and she is no longer an adulteress if she marries another man. Right? And so it brings this back to the gospel. It says, so my brothers and sisters, you also died to the law through the body of Christ. We explained already that through baptism, when we believe, all that Christ did has been appropriated to us. So in his death, we receive forgiveness of sins, right? But guess what? In that death, we also die to the law. So the same way a man and woman are bound together by marriage until death do them part, right? It's the same way that we were bound to the law until the death of Christ did us part. Glory to God. Glory to God. And so he says that you also died to the law through the body of Christ that you might belong to another and it tells you who that is it says to him who was raised from the dead in order that you might bear fruit for God telling you that while you were in the law you are not bearing fruit <laughs> let's continue it says for when we were in the realm of the flesh the sinful passions aroused by the law were at work in us so that we bore fruit for death right but now, dying by what once bound us, we have been released from the law, so that we serve in the new way of the spirit, not in the old way of the written code. It's still that there is a difference. In the old way, bearing fruit for death, but now there is a difference. You are alive in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. And then so in verse 7, it says, What then shall we say? Because Paul likes to be balanced. It says, what then shall we say? Shall we conclude that the Lord is bad? And it's like, absolutely not. Let me explain this to you. It says, I would not have known what sin was. I did not been for the law. But I would not have known what coveting really was if the law had not said, you shall not covet. But guess what? The moment the law said, you shall not covet, sin was like, eh, ah, where's our brother? Gentlemen, shall we sin? It's like, gentlemen, shall we sin? And as a result, I knew that this was wrong. As a result, I knew that there was sin at work in me, right? Because of the law, as we will come to see, I could get to the end of myself where I realized that I needed saving. But without the law, I never would have known that because nothing would have held me accountable, right? Because of the law, sin came at work. And because sin came at work, I knew that on my own, I could not have been saved. I needed to be saved by someone else who is Christ Jesus. He says, For I would not have known what poverty really was if the Lord had not said, We shall not covet. But sin, seizing the opportunity afforded by the commandments, produced in me every kind of poverty. For apart from the law, sin was dead. Because if there was no law, if there was nothing holding you accountable, there is no sin. Remember, 
remember, if the law of Nigeria doesn't say you cannot steal, then no policeman can hold you accountable and say you are broken the law, right? You cannot sin against the law, right? And so he says, once I was alive apart from the law, but when the commandments came, sin sprang to life and I died because the wages of sin is death, right? He says, I found that the very commandments that was intended to bring life actually brought death. For sin seizing the opportunity afforded by the commandments deceived me and through the commandments put me to death, right? So the law is holy. The commandments is holy. Righteous and good. Did that which is good then bring death to me? By no means. Nevertheless, in order that sin and recognize as sin, it is what is good to bring my death so that through the commandments sin might become utterly sinful. Do you understand? Which was good was used by sin to bring about death to us. But as Paul explained in the beginning, because of Christ, we are dead to the power of the law. We are dead to the law and alive in Christ Jesus. No longer ruled by the flesh, but alive by the spirit. Till then.